You're listening to the Lawyers with Purpose Practice Success Podcast, hosted by Lisa Rozier, featuring attorney Dave Zampano, along with frequent guests. Whether you're a seasoned estate planning attorney, an attorney looking to add estate planning and elder law to your existing list of practice areas, or you're just starting out, this podcast will give you a solid plan for success. Listen now as Dave and his guests share their personal journeys to practice success and the insights they learned along the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lawyers with Purpose Practice. Oh, if I could talk correctly, Practice Success Podcast, tongue twister today, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, again, everyone, it's Lisa and Dave and the Practice Success Podcast. Um, And for everyone that's listening, you typically have probably listened to a lot of our podcasts where we've had other um, attorneys on the call sharing their insights and their stories. And today you're stuck with just Dave and I, but what we are going to be talking about, I'm sure is something that you would be very intrigued and will love to join us for the full 30 minutes. So Dave, we are going to be talking about- We're going to give them a secret, but then we're going to have to kill them, right? We'll tell them, but then we got to kill them, We're going to tell you something, but then you you never know what's going to happen. Um, And don't (laughs) worry, technology allows me to know what's going on because you know <laughs> big brother always knows. big brother's watching right? 1984 george orwell right yeah exactly so um today's topic e-freedom and how it's relevant e-freedom, e-freedom. first let's talk about e-freedom what is e-freedom you know lisa e-freedom's a program um that i developed several years ago but it's been kind of kept under wraps we've been working with a small group of members. Um, But the concept of E-Freedom means E stands for entrepreneurial freedom. And we call it E-Freedom here at Lawyers of Purpose. And um, uh, we've been working on them. I've personally been working on the model for over 20 years. Um, But I'm excited because we had a benchmark recently at our most recent taper, taper the twice annual practice enhancement retreat for lawyers. we had a milestone where we had uh, several people in the program declare that they are e-free. So E is not electronic. Like everybody says, e-cigarettes and all that stuff. No, this is e-signatures. This is (laughs) e-freedom, meaning entrepreneurial freedom. And what's really cool is the e-freedom is within a structure for lawyers. People have come to us for over 20 years now to say, how do you do estate planning and elder law successfully? So I've personally made it a mission. I I don't believe that anything's worthwhile unless someone else can implement it without you. And I think that's the most important thing. So we, I've always believed in systems and processes. So what I've been working on the last two and a half years behind the scenes uh, and under the radar uh, is the e-freedom program. What is that based on? It's based on 20 years of working with over 1,000 law firms, helping them develop and understand what it takes to build a successful practice. So everybody looks outward and they say, oh, I want to practice like that guy or that gal. And what we have to do as lawyers is we have to look inward and say, what do we want? So I'm going to be in this call, I'm going to say, what do I want? What does Dave Zampano want? Dave Zampano declared one day, I want to practice. I want a million dollar practice, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone on this call knows exactly what they want. 
Well, you know, Lisa, I think maybe they think they do. Um, and some don't, some don't okay. know where to start. So if we think about transitioning lawyers, they're, they're trying to figure out what's step one, how do I learn this area of law? Because right. lawyers are always focusing on the law first. Um, when you look at people who have done estate planning, there's a lot of different organizations out there, but none like we do it because we have a complete law practice system and process and model um, that actually um, drives efficiency. So, so we're actually entrepreneurial based. Gotcha. So when you think about this, the e-freedom program begins when someone joins. And what happens is we assess them and we say, okay, what does your current practice look like? So in the model that we've built, there's four areas we're looking at. Number one, what is your legal knowledge? What do you know? Why that's critically important is because your legal knowledge drives your offerings. I'm going to say a, I'm going to say a big word here. Your law practice is not a practice. It's a business. It's that's a business. True. And so what drives business profits is offerings. What are you selling? Oh my God, I said a dirty word, selling. Lawyers don't sell. <laughs> yes, we do. Everybody sells. If you're married, you sold yourself on your spouse, okay? Um, you're, we're always selling. Call it whatever you want to call it so you don't feel whatever that term makes you feel. It's but passion. At the end, it's yeah. Passion. At the end of the day, step one is what is your legal knowledge? So that, that's what we assess people on coming in. And we say, all right, what do you know currently? And what are your current offerings? And then we look and say, well, what is all the knowledge to know and the offerings to be offered in the area of estate planning, elder law, and asset protection? Now, we here at Lawyers of Purpose cap it. We don't do tax planning. So if someone's got a $50 million estate, we say, great, that's not our cup of tea. We deal with the 99.9992% of Americans that do not have a taxable state. And we can serve asset protection. We could do nursing home protection, um, estate planning, elder law, and all the things associated with it. So the 99.9992% uh, is the starting point. Yes, Lisa. The other thing is, is for our listeners out there, um, in a couple of our earlier episodes, we'll, we talk a little bit more in depth on the four pillars. That's episode five. So if you're listening this conversation yep. about e-freedom, but if you want to know more, go to some of our earlier episodes. Well, it's funny because I'm even going to change what we've said in some of our earlier episodes, because as I said, I've been working under the radar and behind the scenes on this program. And we've even realized as recently as this most recent taper that we've actually changed the terminology in the fourth pillar. So Ooh. I'll share that in a moment. All right. So the first pillar that we're going to look at and assess every attorney on is what do you know? because that will drive your offerings, okay? The second thing we're gonna look at is, what is your competence around, and I'm gonna use a word, marketing and sales. So marketing and sales, we define as two things. Marketing is about messaging. Do people know what your offerings are, right? So the first thing is we have to have offerings, we have to have something of value that the marketplace wants. Because remember, we're talking as entrepreneurs. so. There has to be something we provide that the market values. Yes, we provide legal service for estate planning, elder law, and asset protection. The next thing is there has to be messaging so that people know you have those offerings. Okay, so that's your marketing strategy. So we're going to do an assessment, a complete assessment on your marketing uh, sophistication or your lack of marketing sophistication. Don't, don't get scared 
we don't care. We take you where you are and we move you from where you are. So that's the, the second part. So the first one is our legal knowledge. Second one is marketing and sales. So the marketing is the messaging. The sales is the communication part. Communication part says, hey, you may have a great offering and people may even know you have the offering and people may even come in to find out about your offering. But do they see the value in your offering? And that's where we call communication or the value proposition. Do you properly communicate or how do you communicate the value proposition of working with you to get one of your offerings? You see how this goes and it builds. So pillar number one is our legal knowledge, which leads to offering. Pillar two is our marketing and sales, which we have conversations about messaging so people know how to find you and then communicating so people know how to how, what the true value of those offerings are. So once we assess you on those two areas, we focus on the third area, which is what we call operations. Operations is all about efficiency. Now, efficiency is measured in a five-letter word called, you ready? Profit. Now, for some lawyers listening, that might be a foreign term to you, to be profitable. Many lawyers I know are working with the money in the checkbook rule. If there's money in the checkbook, they do it. If there's not money, they don't. Um, and many lawyers I know pay themselves last. Okay. Yeah. After everybody else gets paid, then they get what's quote left over. Right. Eh, wrong answer. Okay. Wrong answer. So what the third pillar is, we're going to measure you on all your efficiency metrics. So your efficiency metrics have, uh, really, um, a couple aspects to them. Most of them are driven by data. What are your data points? So these metrics include um, measuring your messaging and your communication, meaning your marketing and sales. So that's what we call your value proposition metrics. Uh -huh. And then we have our operational metrics. So operational metrics are once someone comes in and does hire us, we're done with the sales cycle. They've retained us. How efficient are we at delivering that product? There's so many lawyers I've met over the years who get hired and then take forever to get the work done. Now, again, in the LWP e-freedom system, we train and we train right in the process. The clients will pay 50% of their fee when they're hired, and then they'll pay 50% of the fee when they execute their documents. And if the lawyer does their job right, that process should be no more than four weeks. So that entire fee, both halves, should come in within a four-week period. That's okay. Now it could yeah. extend to six weeks. If things come up, could be crunched in two weeks if it's crisis. But again, generally speaking, we now manage cash flow. We manage another flow that's critical that nobody ever talks about. It's called workflow. How are we managing our workflow? And this is what generates efficiency within a law practice. Efficiency means we're, we're managing our cash flow and our workflow in a way where we are profitable, right? I know a lot of lawyers that get very excited because they hit the million dollar revenue mark, but they're making very little money. In our model, if somebody's, this is gonna scare some people, don't panic, this is, I can show it. We have many, many members when they follow the model, when you have a million dollar practice, you're making between four and $500,000 a year. Wow. So if you're making a if you have a million dollar practice and you're not making a four or $500,000 net, you're not efficient. Mm 
And again, that's where systems and processes come in, right? This is about entrepreneurial freedom. Do we, as lawyers, what do we want? So that's pillar three is our efficiency. And efficiency is critical because metrics are metrics, meaning after doing this with thousands of lawyers over 20 years, we have identified all the necessary metrics. We know it doesn't matter what area, if you're in Bodunk, Mississippi, or where you are, the model is universal. We've tested it in all markets across the United States over 20 years, and the model is uh, 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 consistent. Now, so this the four pillars. From the four pillars, we're going to jump into the model and then the metrics. So the third pillar is, uh, again, first pillar is knowledge, which is offerings. Second pillar is messaging and communication, which is marketing and sales. Third pillar is efficiency, which is operations of cash flow and workflow. Fourth pillar, as important as we grow, culture. Now, the old pillar, we used to call it mindset. We've shifted it to culture because what we realized is mindset is just one element of culture, Okay. The other element of culture is how are their core values? The other element of culture is uh, what is the leadership structure? Um, there's a whole myriad. There's four or five different elements of culture. So this fourth tier now of culture is how do you build a culture of success? How do you build a culture with an entrepreneurial mindset that says, hey, how do we be efficient? How do we get clear on our offerings? How do we message it properly? How do we show people the value, and then how is that carried through our entire culture, whether they're talking to the bookkeeper, whether they're talking to the attorney, or whether they're talking to the client service individual. So that culture needs to all come together. Now, when these four pillars uh, are essential in the e-freedom program, so let's talk about what are the metrics for e-freedom. So there's three models of law practice. The typical lawyer that comes in, comes in at what we call the less than profitable model, okay? Yes. And our goal is to get them to the profitable model. That's the, the foundational model in lawyers with purpose is profitable. Profitable model means, are you ready for this lawyers? I'm gonna say this, don't panic. It's real. We have lawyers doing this all the time and it's so different from what you're used to hearing. The typical law firm model in across America is four lawyers to one staff. The entrepreneurial freedom model is four staff to one lawyer. So it's completely inverse. So what we have found with over a thousand case studies and many, many more behind that that are coming up the ranks, a successful profitable practice will generate between 60 and $80,000 a month in revenue. Are you ready? With the attorney and one to three staff. We have done this model over and over and over and over, and it is amazing. And what happens is when you follow the model, what we call the profitable model, we have lawyers that are at 30,000. They think they need to hire another lawyer. No, you don't. You need to usually hire another staff member, another team member. And lawyers don't think like business people. That's why the models are so important. So the first model is profitable. Once we get the law firms, and again, most law firms, can get profitable. People who are really starting out early might take 18 months to two years. People that are up and going, but don't know how to put it all together. Usually, you know, 10 to 20 months, they can get to a profitable stage. Again, getting revenue up to 
60 to 80,000 a month. Again, 50,000 is very healthy. That's where you start to really stretch your wings and say, wow, okay. But again, it starts to grow. If you're not at that level, you don't need another lawyer. Um, and what we do is for people starting off, we do virtual virtual assistance and things of that nature or virtual back offices until you get up to the point where you bring those folks in house. It's all a system. Once you get to that level of accomplishing profitable, that means you've built those three core team members um, that you need to do that kind of revenue on an ongoing basis. The second model of success is what we call the robust model. The robust is once people get profitable, they realize, wow, I know how to do this now. Now I need to grow it. So how they grow it, again, lawyers, is not by hiring another lawyer. It's by hiring more staff. So in our robust model, we have one lawyer still, but we might get up to four, five, or six staff at this level. But now we're getting up to $100,000 to $150,000 a month in revenue. We've had lawyers in our model achieve Two, we've had multiple lawyers achieve $2 million in revenue a year with one attorney and getting their vacation time as well because the system works by delegating to a team within a system and a structure. So the robust model, there's two elements. There's early robust and there's mature robust. So the early robust is when you're kind of coming out of that $60,000 a month and now you're not building those three people you have now you're starting to get multiple people in each area. So now you don't have one client service coordinator. Now you have two. Now you don't have one paralegal. You have two, right? Um, now you start to maybe bring in some marketing folks. So you start to build your team underneath you and continue to reduce the lawyer's work to ex exclusively those areas that need the lawyer's skills. Everything else is delegated down to paraprofessionals or support team members. We've done this model across the board successfully among and through hundreds and hundreds of law firms. So once you get to the profitable, you go to robust, robust, early robust and mature robust. And once you achieve mature robust, a lot of these firms, they might on a mature robust, you're bringing on a second lawyer and more staff. Your revenues are earning from 150 to $250,000 a month. We've had lawyers um, with one or two attorneys at the $3 million level. And, and I know a lot of people talk about building a practice where they can get to a million dollar law firm. I'm going to shock some folks here. Our members that get to, to that level are not building million dollar law firms. They're building, you ready for this, Lisa? I'm ready. It's the first time I'm declaring this on, okay. on, on something recorded. Million dollar profits. <laughs> so again, a larger purpose for transforming what's possible from a million dollar practice to a million dollar profit. Now, again, that doesn't mean that, why did I have this whole conversation? Because once you get to that mature robust, you get to decide what entrepreneurial freedom is to you. So for me, entrepreneurial freedom is, I don't work in my law firm. It generates me revenue every month and I have minimal contact with the firm. I do my minimal supervision that I'm required to do ethically. And I, and that law practice maintains itself. Other lawyers are happy. They take 12 weeks vacation with their e-freedom. Other attorneys are happy. They, they've, they've declared e-freedom when they don't need to quote, manage the business anymore. They love when they, when again, at the, at the robust level, we train your team to, you now have a law firm leader at the profitable level. 
Um, when you come into early robust, you get what's called a DO, a director of operations. We teach you how to build that person. And then when you get to mature uh, robust, you have what's called a law firm leader. Recently, we had an attorney declare entrepreneurial freedom because he was so excited he was free of the day-to-day -day operation of the law firm. He right. just came in and did his legal work. So Lisa, we started 20 minutes ago with what is e-freedom? <laughs> e-freedom is a process to give you the practice you've always wanted and, and, or you don't even know you wanted because you didn't even know it was possible. And that's what we do here is we help lawyers discover what freedom means to them and we help them achieve it. So we have a lot of lawyers that say, no, I do want to run my practice. So that's the freedom to them. Then it becomes about the right. profit. So if they right. want to run their practice, then I'm going to drive them hard to say, okay, what's your profit margins? What's your profit levels? How do you consistently increase those? And we have tons of case studies and, and models uh, along the way that enabled us to kind of do all this. And again, it's a process. E-freedom is a process of, and here's the thing, don't panic attorneys, freedom, your freedom, what it means to you. Yeah. And listen, it's not a get rich quick. Don't think this is you push a button and get it. No, this is a process. Time. It takes a few, for those people that got to a million dollar profit, it was a five to seven year process. Okay. But here's the beauty. Five to seven years is going by anyway. The only question is what you're doing during that five to seven years. So if you started this five to seven years ago, where would you be today? So that's really the thing. It's what do you want? And that's what I love is what do I want? That's the number one question we ask at Lawyers of Purpose. And then we figure out what's your journey to e-freedom look like. And uh, we're very excited that we've had our first graduating class of e-freedom uh, participants. So uh, it's good. It's a, it's a five to seven year run. And then beyond, because uh, many of them have been with us even longer after they hit e-freedom, they like to continue their growth and development in other areas. Yeah. And I think that's where you start discovering that it's not just the attorney that wants the e-freedom, but each team member has their definition well, of what e-freedom is, and they will work to achieve that in conjunction with what the attorney wants. That's so truly in this recent group we had, this one that's been under the radar that nobody really knew was happening. Um, what was wild was not only did we have the attorneys declare e-freedom, we had their law firm leaders, because in this program, the only people in it are the attorney and their law firm leader when they evolve to law firm leader they declared their entrepreneurial freedom because what they do is they become entrepreneurs. So your, your, your law firm leaders become entrepreneurs. Um, and it's a great combination. It's a power. Yeah. You got your entrepreneur, they get their freedom internally. They're able to manage the people underneath them and use their skill sets. And, and you know what it does? It changes the practice of law from a burden to a business that you have strategy that you're always playing into. It's not a wake up and what's going to, what shit's going to hit me today. It's, what am I doing today to affect my tomorrow? And yes, what am I doing to clean up some of the messes that are happening today? It's a constant evolution. Yeah. And the ultimate goal is e-freedom, whatever that means for you. That's awesome. Well, I think that um, what a great conversation today. I know we took a little break from our guests and for our listeners, yeah. you can absolutely go and listen to, I mean, everybody shares their stories, all the guests that we've had on the show so far. Um, they're working towards that e-freedom if they haven't achieved it already. And you can hear it in their voice. Um, and they tell such wonderful where they were, what their turning point was, and what's their path and plan, right? Because everybody's path and plan is slightly different, but it will get them to what they want to achieve. Um, yeah, I, I think what's great is, I think why this is relevant now is it just happened three weeks ago. Yeah. Where we've had for the first time in the organization, 
people declaring that they are e-free. And, and that was worth celebrating here today for them. Uh, I, so I shout out to them and, and, and I'm forward to, I looking forward to continue their journey with them because remember we're entrepreneurs. So it doesn't mean we're getting it. They're getting out of the practice of law. It means they've reached their journey where they want to be their apex and their joy. They, one of the things I hear from the lawyers every day is how much they love going to work every day. And the law firm leaders love it too. They love the results they're getting. So everybody wins and the teams below them. We've had people, we have law firms of 15, 20 employees. Now our largest law firm in the network started at a, at a uh, uh, $400,000 practice when they came to us. They're now going to hit $10 million this year and they have 50 team members. So the model works however you want it to work. It's an e-freedom yeah. model um, and you get to craft your own. So I, I welcome anyone that's interested in e-freedom now or in the future to, to, to engage in conversation that bring helps bring it about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Dave. And for our listeners out there, thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to listen to additional episodes where you can hear from other attorneys and um, some early conversations, Dave, about the pillars and our business models and some other insights, um, just go to lawyersofpurpose.com and, and find the podcast practice success button. You're there. I think you'll right now and we're, we're over 20 episodes. So um, I'm sure you'll be able to find some other things that would other topics of interest, as they say. But interest. you also get to hear from the from yeah. the people themselves. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Anyone listening, if you're not a member, I want to challenge one of you right now that's listening. Uh, Lisa, give an email address. I want to interview someone who's not a member just about some of the challenges they're having in their practice. Yeah, um, and some of the big decisions. How do they know how to do this or that? Yeah, um, I would love to start interviewing non-members. Um, just to see what the pain in the world is out there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, they can always go to info at lawyerswithpurpose.com or they can just ping you on LinkedIn, Dave. And They could uh, ping me on LinkedIn, that's true. And say, hey, I'd love to be a guest on your uh, podcast. Exactly. Yeah, love to have that. On LinkedIn and then the team will get you um, scheduled. So thank you again, everyone. Enjoy the day and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Practice Success Podcast. Visit www.lawyerswithpurpose.com slash podcast to listen to other episodes and to subscribe. We'll see you next time.